Hello, and welcome to another real podcast. Don't do that. Don't this do is that. gross. If you feel like this a grape is... and only have raisins, don't do that. You have two nostrils. Okay. This wins right. the most disgusting episode so far. It's something that I still do, and I still do it and love it. Don't do that. Look, awards are great. Some are obviously more prestigious than others. This month, coming up right here on this podcast. Speaking of things <laughs> that you may not want to know. Come sit in somebody's lap. Don't do that. People know I hire talent sometimes, so I get 500 business cards at the conference, too. Guess what? They stay in the room when I leave. They wanted a British accent. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. And I don't have any samples with a British accent. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back to another VO podcast. Uh, Alden, Jake, how's it going? It's going Not pretty good, bad. man. Going pretty good. Good. Nice chill day. And I mean chilly, like and the weather's cold, so it's kind of, yes. I like that. Chilly. Yeah. Oh, chilly. Yeah, chilly. Where, yeah. where, where are you? I'm in Weatherford, Texas. It's not that. It's probably not as chilly as Wisconsin. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's chilly is like low 60s. <laughs> yeah, that's Dallas. I, uh, Dallas, Britt. Dallas is up in Wisconsin. Yep. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, um. Yeah. I don't know. I, that's I, the northern I just can't. territory up there. Yeah. What was that? You're in the northern territory. Oh yeah. Uh, the first the first time I ever came up to Wisconsin, I was living in North Carolina. My wife was getting ready to have to have surgery and she wanted to be back near her family and everybody was up here in Wisconsin. So I said, okay, what the heck? So I came up to do, I flew up to do a couple job interviews to see if I could get a job somewhere before coming up. And her parents came and picked me up and were, I stayed with them overnight before I flew back the next day. And they were even further North than where I landed. And at one point <laughs> I fell asleep in the car. I woke up because we were headed, we were going north, and I woke up just before we came to this like T intersection, a dead end. And I looked to my left, and I went, "What? Did we hit the Canadian border?" Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think we could have gone any further without going uh, going through Minnesota or something. So yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, it was uh, seeing it was, all the Holstein cows out the window should have been your clue. Oh mm. uh, yeah, <laughs> the uh, the only place I've seen more cows than where I used to live. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, if you guys didn't know, Dallas is um, going in full time, uh, just about to start full time. He's uh, retiring from his job, kind of what I did a couple of years ago, kind of planned it a little ahead and uh, getting ready to go you know, into this thing deep. Yep. So uh, I, I got to ask, is the excitement overriding the fear right now or where are you? Uh. What time is it? Um, <laughs> I got one twenty nine p.m. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it's it literally, uh, and to add on to the fun and the anxiety, I guess you could say, with me being extreme ADHD, uh, yeah, literally from minute to minute, it changes from one extreme to the other. Yeah. Uh, one minute, I'm like, oh, I can't wait. I'm like, okay, can it already be the 29th? And then one minute, like, do I, am I really going to do this? And uh, But as a whole, I'm looking forward to it because the big reason to do it is I'm coming up on 57 years old. I've got six kids, eight grandkids, and I want to be able to have fun with my grandkids while I can physically still do it. Right. Amen to that. Yeah. So uh, I set myself up with the with the VO work and also have a 
thanks to some of the other guys at work who uh, got me worked over on it. I actually also have a, a DJ business that I do. So between the two, I'm like, I'll oh, forget it. I'm gone. I'm out. So <laughs> cool. That's what cool. I do. That's awesome. And, and your your main genre that you've done thus far has been quite a few audiobooks. Right. Uh, I know you mentioned uh, Tanter, and one of the reasons that that rung with us is we just had uh, Jay Rodney Turner on, uh, which will be airing coming up this week. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, his one and only publisher, yet he does some other stuff direct with people. But uh, um, it's, it's foreign to a couple of us, Jake and I haven't done an audio book. We've done mm-hmm. a touch of e-learning, some longer form stuff. Alden has done that. Uh, tell everybody, you know, what the difference is in, in the time dedication and what it takes to sit down and actually go through a book. Do you need to be a reader? Uh, uh, you know, and that's where I, that's, that is where, that is probably the first time anybody's asked me this question, but it's the best question out there. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I'm ex- and this adds into it is when I say extreme ADHD, I mean, fully diagnosed, everything treated <laughs> by Dr. Ford and everything. And I do mean extreme. So for me to sit down uh, through, I mean, through school, high school, college, everything to this day, can I sit down and read a book just to read a book and then relax and enjoy myself? Couldn't do it if I tried. Not if you, t- not if you nailed both my feet to the floor and the backside to the chair with the nail gun. I can't do it. But to be able to do it as a narrator is extremely easy because in my mind, I'm not reading the book. I'm acting it out. I'm performing. I'm becoming those characters. Mm -hmm. And the best part about that is when somebody's reading a book for enjoyment, they're sitting there, they're in their own head doing that. Now, with me uh, being all the characters, uh, well, let me rephrase that. Whenever there's multiple characters in a book and me taking on those different characters, I don't have to think A, B, C, D, E in a row. I get to go A, C, D, ooh, squirrel, this, and I can jump around because the characters are jumping around mm-hmm. and I'm constantly having to think about the characters. So that's what makes it possible for me to do that. And that's also what makes it extremely, extremely fun to do. So, and I probably learned more in the last year in history than I did my entire time in high school and college uh, with, uh, like I said, with Tantor. When I do, I've gotten to where with them, I'm doing a lot of their military history and military biographies and stuff. That's cool. And the thing I like about it is I get to learn. I'm mm-hmm. learning yeah. stuff while doing those books. My favorite is uh, <clears throat> a uh, book called Home Run, Escape and Evasion of U.S. and Allied Forces. Um, I think everybody here from the looks of it is old enough, except for maybe the guy in the red shirt. Hey. Uh, y'all remember the uh, Steve McQueen movie? Yeah. The uh, um, uh, Escape. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the great uh, escape or the great escape. No. Thank you. I had to think about that for a second. Malcatraz, well, yeah. that movie or, or that book is about that, the great escape and the characters and all that were in there. So when they're going through the book and narrating it, I learned a lot. Like one of the main people that's, uh, is one of the characters in the movie 
is one of the higher ups in the government in the uh, British government. And so he was actually a consultant on the movie. Oh, but wow. This part about it was after I finished narrating this book, I was because I remembered these things as it was going. And afterwards, I'm like, I got to do it. So here I am. I just finished up my last, uh, the last pages. I think it was like 1230 at night, one in the morning, something like that. I literally went in, jumped to my bed and pulled up Netflix and, or I think it was Netflix or whatever, pulled up The Great Escape and started yeah, watching yeah. it. And I was able to go, oh, wait, that, all right, so that's so-and-so. And I could remember the real names of the the people oh, wow. that they were talking mm, yeah. about and associating what you saw in the movie. And, and afterwards, the movie held true to a lot of it. Mm-hmm. How do they, which is, okay, which I have questions. That's because that's the, they escaped out of a German prison camp. Mm-hmm. Right. So did they actually no, supposed to be uh, inescapable? Right. Did they actually fill their pockets with dirt and drop the dirt out of their pant legs and yep. all that stuff? Yep. Cool. Uh, they, they, they talked That's real about stuff. that was a whole, uh, that was a whole, um, a major part of the book was how the forces, the allied forces, the creation in the American side of uh, the branches and then the British side had their own departments of the military that were for nothing but finding ways to help these guys escape and evade and the creation of the, of the, the escape lines, the escape routes that were used. Mm. And it was just amazing to go through that and to learn that as I was uh, narrating the audiobook. There were times where I literally stopped at one point because I was like, all right, wait, am I still recording so, <laughs> to make sure because I was getting into it. <laughs> that's, so awesome. that, that's the main that's the main thing I love about narrating audiobooks is the different stuff, especially the historical sides where I can learn about uh, people and different things. And then, yeah, when I go into the fiction side, getting to create these characters and uh, and by create them, I mean taking what the author has put out there, and I'll get with them. I say, how do you envision somewhat? I mean, to get their idea, so that I don't totally obviously go in the mm-hmm. left field direction from what they had envisioned. But then I get to take what that author hands me, and then create those characters. Right, yeah. and yeah, then and the way I like to put it is when you when a script is made into a movie. That director and all is supposed to take that and find the sets, find the scenes, find the props to show you those images. Well, you don't have that. So everything, all the images have to come through me and yeah. that putting that yeah. author's vision out there. Mm-hmm. And if I feel if I do my job right, you're in your head, you're going to see these scenes. You're going to be able to right. envision them, see these characters and see these places, right. which can get really interesting at times. Trust me. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> so being able uh, to go full time, I will assume that could change your uh, your work process. Now, during the time oh, you've yes. been working, yeah, during the time you've been working, you're having to squeeze all this in and, and all that. So I just wondered, had you already thought that out? What's the new work process going to be like? And and typically when you sit down to narrate, how long do you narrate? Okay. You that, know, some of those types mm-hmm, of things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh 
the one thing, the first, the short answer that I want to give on that is a lot of people think, okay, well, when they're, when authors go looking, especially independents start looking for somebody to narrate the audio book and they ask, well, how much is it going to cost? And I tell them the first thing, once I put the smelling salts under their nose and wake them back up <laughs> is, and they're like, the book is only this long. And I'm like, yep, but your book is this long. So we take the word count and mm -hmm. by the word count, we can pretty much guess how long the book's going to be. Right. Well, okay. You, your book might, you might say, okay, well, it's eight hours or just make it easy. A five hour audiobook. So when you listen to that five hour audiobook, it's not like we just pick it up and read it. Nope. Uh, to do an audiobook properly, that five-hour audiobook is probably going to take me anywhere in the neighborhood of 40 to 60 hours. That's if I'm producing it myself. Mm -hmm. Now, the good thing is now with uh, companies like Tantor, uh, uh, Recorded Books, the, ma the big major publishers, they just hire us to do the narration. I don't do the editing. I don't do the proofing. I don't do the mastering, anything like that. Nice. All I do is narrate. And that's why I love, and that's the main goal is to get to that level. But when you're working with an independent author directly, I'm all of it. Or I, mm -hmm. I've actually changed mine up now to where uh, what normally would happen is when I first started this, I had to do everything. I did the mastering. I did the proofing. I did everything. And that's where it takes a lot of time to do that. Me now, uh, whenever I can, I actually hire out somebody to do my editing, my proofing, my mastering, because the way the human mind is, it's very difficult to actually be critical and find your errors, find your faults and stuff. Right. So I hire somebody out to do that whenever I can. But still, when I do that, I have to pay that person to do it. So yep. all that entire process, yeah, for, for, for every one hour of audio, you're looking in the neighborhood of about between yourself, who all the people time involved, you're looking at probably about eight hours worth of time for just one hour yeah. of audio. Mm. And so that's, that's the big process behind it. And... So as Troy was saying, when, especially when it was just me doing it and like right now between my jobs that I'm doing, because it's not like I can work UPS up until the last day and go, okay, I'm retired. Boom. Now I'm a narrator. You can't do that. You, you, uh, with anything, whether it be a narrator or going into your, if, especially if you're creating your own business, it's not like you can wait to create your own business the day after you retired. you got to get started ahead of time. Therefore you have a in seamless flow. So everything right now, yeah, I'm probably, I'm getting just enough sleep to be able to function. <laughs> I bet you're looking forward to getting more yeah. sleep then. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I, the best part is I'm actually looking forward to getting to not be a vampire anymore because sure. my job with UPS is I drive semi trucks at night when oh everybody else is going to bed, I'm starting. And when everybody's getting up to start their day, I'm going, I'm going to bed. And when I'm having to throw an hour or two of recording in there somewhere to do it, uh, again, with like with Tantor, I get approximately, uh, for th the average book, I get about two and a half weeks to do the recording. 
Oh unless gosh. it's unless it's a real long one, then sometimes they'll give me another hour or two. <laughs> no, the tantrum's <laughs> yeah. been great. But when you're doing that and trying to squeeze that in, it it gets really tough. And I've had some times where I've I've, I've been down to the wire. Uh, I was I had one uh, not long ago where literally they say uh, the final recordings have to be uploaded on this date. Okay, literally on that date. I'm finishing up a book, hitting my uh, button to load it in directly. We don't use email. We load directly into the servers. Right. While that's doing its thing, I run, put on my uniform for work, come back, look at <laughs> all the files, turn, yeah, boom, and I'm out the door. That's how close it can be sometimes. Wow. Yeah. But the, the change that Troy was asking about is, so yeah, let's take that, a 10-hour audiobook. I've got two and a half weeks with Tantor to get it done. But me personally, I want to be able to get them done sooner and quicker than that. And the, and it actually will make it easier because I look at it this way. To produce a 10-hour audiobook, just the narration, in one week, and by week I mean five days, not seven, um, I would only have to do two finished hours of audio each day. Mm. Now, that seems like, oh, that's not a lot, but it depends on what I'm reading. Right. If it's like mm-hmm. a kid's book and, and it's, it's real simple and straightforward. Yeah. I can knock out a hour's worth of audio in an hour and a half, maybe two, if I'm wanting to go back and tweak some things and all, but you give me like the military history books that I just did. Uh, I just finished up a four book group with Tantor. Uh, the good part is they were all about the same time frame, but one was about Bradley. One was about, uh, was, let's see here. One was Bradley. One was American Hero, which was about Audie Murphy. One was uh, American Eagles, which is about the creation uh, and the development of the 82nd Airborne in the Parachute Corps. And uh, then Death Distant, uh, Death on a Distant Frontier. But they were all about the same time period in World War II towards the end of it and everything. But they were told from different perspectives but the good news is a lot of the names and everything was the same. The bad news is a lot of those names and places and all were all German, uh, Russian, <laughs> French. Oh, there was even Japanese and Italian in there. Yeah, yeah. And wow. so when I'm constantly having to look up stuff and make sure I get the pronunciation right, yeah, that one hour of audio could easily take me three hours to produce mm, sure. not longer if I keep messing up and then again, it can also be English where you don't know how to pronounce the word cat for some reason. <laughs> right. right. So, been up right. a little too long at that point. <laughs> yeah. So that's when, you, yeah, that's when you know you've been up too long and everything. So, um, yes, it will change up the process, especially when it comes to producing for the big five, the big five companies, because with them, it's just narration. And the so, yeah. I hope to be able to now be able to fulfill those contracts a lot faster. Sure. But, mm-hmm. and with the same quality, if not better quality, because I'm not having to constantly be looking at my watch going, okay, do I need to, uh, oh, no, I got to get this done before heading to work and everything else. So it, it, it will, I'm looking forward to it and I already feel the pressure coming off. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm, I'm ready for it. So I'm actually, uh, and to make it also easier. So like this, the boot where I am right now is actually a, uh, uh, I'd say probably about a 
$5,000 sound booth that I built in my house. Oh, wow. Um, and even being here, the only situation with re- narrating here is my wife doesn't know the difference, especially when I retire. I'm like, okay, <laughs> when I have to get an audio book done, it's not like, hey, can you come up here and help me for a minute? And yeah, you don't do that to an ADHD. ADHD <laughs> I'll be lucky if I remember to come back. So, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When, uh, so what I actually did, um, and I've been finishing up, and I'm actually getting ready to build a second studio. I actually now have an office with a warehouse where I keep my stuff in and stuff, and I'm getting ready to build a second sound booth there so my wife knows when i have when i have an audio book that has to be done i will have my office hours and boom i'll get up in the morning grab my coffee head over there to where nobody's around nobody messes with me and Sweet. i can do my stuff mm-hmm. and make and the other uh, good part about that is y'all know as well as i do i don't know which mic are y'all talking with Troy about this the other day but my microphone will pick up a mouse fart at 50 feet. And so (laughs) I've had times where corrections will come back. And when I'm recording, I don't hear it. But when the corrections come back, it'll say noise. I'm like, huh? And I'll go listen. And it's my wife upstairs that I couldn't hear myself, but the microphone picked it up. Right. So by having a outside place with total control of my environment, I also hope to not have to do any more corrections because of, little noises that I can right. make. Sure. Yeah. Yep. So it's 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 a big thing. Um I do want to also and I wasn't able to do this as much. I haven't yet landed that first commercial. I'm waiting to get that first commercial that I want. The hardest part about doing that is again with time, Troy can attest to this, I'm sure, is there are times where some of the the platforms or, or not platforms, but the groups that I am in where they'll put up auditions, the more professional jobs is like, it'll, uh, it'll say, I'll get an email. First off, if I happen to be looking at my email, when it comes right, when it comes in, it says you have been offered a, uh, you, there's an audition you might want to do. I mm-hmm. click over to it. And like this one right here, it might say they're only taking the first 200 auditions that come in. Mm-hmm. And I've actually sat there and watched the little meter go up while I'm sitting here trying to do the cast because literally, because you're you're also in competition with thousands of people. Right. Mm-hmm. And by working at UPS and everything else, I don't have time to do that. Or I can't count how many times I've been at work and you're, y'all, uh, Troy and y'all, y'all, I'm sure y'all seen this. You've got your travel rigs. Yep. When I'm in my truck, I've got a backpack that has my tablet in it, a uh, little smaller portable. Now I, I lead off the audition. With, this this recording is being done mobily. Da 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 da. To yeah. the little disclaimer of I'm in my truck. <laughs> so not this. the audio quality received. <laughs> yeah. my book. audio yeah. quality is not. This is strictly for evaluation purposes of the narrator's voice. <laughs> um, but yeah, you got sometimes you got to be. Fast on. I've, I saw oh, yeah. one for like 200. They were they were open for 250 auditions and it took less than five minutes before they had 250 auditions in. Yep. And cut wow. it off. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's crazy. And that was kind of going to be my next thing. I know you've you've had good success with audio books mm-hmm. and, and uh, we were talking about the commercial thing, but maybe 
it becomes more of a through direct marketing. It's more corporate narration or yep. e-learning or something in that direction where you're ramping down to short, a little shorter stuff. And then you're yeah. moving into the other because exactly. it seems like you can go into narration, e-learning, then start doing explainers. And that would probably really sharpen your blade for commercial stuff. Right. And which I've been, which I've been getting uh, into, I've done, uh, I've actually, and that's the funny thing is I actually have done on camera work, for uh, the UPI, UPS Wisconsin safety uh, program. Oh, that's cool. They, that's they were like, industrial. hey, Dallas, can you do this for us? And so I've done some, uh, I've actually done some of their safe, uh, safety videos for the safety committee. Yeah. Doing different things. And uh, that period of time where I was telling you all earlier, where I destroyed both my shoulders, I couldn't drive. So here I am. What am I doing? I'm doing uh, non-active work, but making videos and uh, mm -hmm. voiceovers for them. Nice. So it was fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, for some now, reason, now I'm picturing you doing the videos with your arms in a sling. Doing yeah. The safety yeah. Videos. They, they, they weren't <laughs> done, but there, there was one that I did that everybody was like, what the heck is this? And they realized they're looking as if they were on the hood of a semi-truck looking down at the ground. Oh. And the 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 video was about pre-tripping your truck. Now, no, we don't get on a thing and go underneath our trucks, but I can roll it out from underneath the truck and stick my head out like, the first thing you need to do is make it. Said, oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Did you really? I said, yep. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's pretty awesome. Idea. Pretty good idea. Now, you guys, before we got on and we were so rudely interrupted by Zencaster cutting our feed, we think we don't really know what happened. You guys were talking about disc golf, and we didn't realize that was a former huge hobby of yours. And I know uh, Alden loves to talk disc golf. So, Alden, oh, yeah. I'm just going to, you guys talk yeah. a little disc golf. It wasn't Zen. It wasn't Zencaster that kicked you off. Remember, Alden said he was going to hijack your podcast. Yeah, right. yeah, you yeah. got booted. We were just testing his hacking That's skills. Right. He's like, That's what right. happens if I push Control Alt Delete? <laughs> yeah. he, he, I bet he held down Control Delete and typed my name in. Exactly. That's that's I, I was about. I was getting ready to say the same thing. What <laughs> yeah. Control Alt Delete? It was Control Alt Boot Troy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I have a Troy button on my keyboard right here. <laughs> Ding. Mm. But, yeah, we, we love to talk about stuff we do outside the booth to keep us you know sane. And no doubt you have well, very little staying? time. Well, sometimes. <laughs> we try. We try to stay sane. At least no, for the first, no you know, here. 20 minutes of recording, we seem sane. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> but it sounds like you have very little downtime right now to do that. But you, Jake and I are disc golf players. That's one of our things. We get outside the booth and get some sunshine. Um, and you had quite... A trip doing disc golf back in the yeah, day. I, 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 I'm I'm one of those type people that, it, again with the ADHD, is you've if you if you know people that like it, is the the people use the term master. I I don't like using that term because no, you don't master a new a new skill, but I pick up on things and I learn things real quickly and. And I also go to the extreme of if I'm going to do it, I want to do it as best that I can. And I've always been an active person. So uh, my wife actually will tell you she doesn't have six kids. She has seven. <laughs> and I'm her oldest. Uh, it nice. was, I mean, and in, in, I'm 50, coming up, like I said, coming up with 57 years old this coming year. And after I turned 
40 is when I actually got more active. I've raced BMX and gone to chan- uh, the uh, na- uh, I've gone to nationals in BMX racing as an adult. Uh, oh, I've gone to world champion am- amateur <laughs> world championships as a disc golfer. Is I love to just stay active, but it's not just for that. Is I also don't like to sit still. I always yeah. I don't want to be that person that just sits back and watches everything happen. So that's why, uh, like with the disc golf, yeah, I, I can't go out and compete anymore. But literally right here, uh, two streets over from me, is an ele- uh, uh, elementary school and a grade school, and they have a disc golf course on their on the school grounds right here in my backyard. Yeah, and my one of my granddaughters goes to school over there. So as she gets older, yeah, I look forward to the day of taking yeah. her over there. I mean, I still have my discs <clears throat> and stuff, and so yeah, I'll, t- I'll teach her. Uh, Three of my five daughters actually uh, were known uh, around as the as the Twister sisters, and w- this is when they were like ten and twelve years old, and they would show up to a tournament first, second, third, and it was just a battle of who's going to get which position. Right. <laughs> I had one daughter couldn't th- couldn't couldn't throw a disc on a drive straight to save your life, <laughs> but she would do an overhand roller that would go forever that I was. Oh my wish gosh. I could so yeah, awesome. yeah. Didn't know, yeah, it didn't matter what it was. Tee off. <laughs> she could have no trees, no nothing straight shot straight down the center fairway, 50 yards on each side. Nope. She'll do a roller <laughs> nice. <laughs> because that's Why the not? only way she could get it down there. Why not? Hey, whatever yeah. works for you, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> job done. That's right. Exactly. Whatever I did a, uh, I, I found an app this uh, week that allows you to take a picture of all your discs so okay. this is where my attention deficit got distracted, taking pictures of all my discs and loading them up and uh, come to find out I have 63, 60, no, 68 discs uh, I don't have that many. in my collection. That sounds like uh, <laughs> many, uh, many years ago, before, before I actually went back to work, I was with UPS back in the early 90s, uh, left UPS and actually went to my dream job for probably close to 15 years. I was a paramedic mm-hmm. and uh, then things happened later on. I had to leave, leave that field. But while I was a paramedic, I worked for a company on, didn't know how it is doing side gigs and stuff like that, mostly for fun where I would work uh, concerts and in, in small mm-hmm. venues. Mm-hmm. And I got to, and it's kind of funny is a lot of the, big name stars later on, I saw them when they were playing to crowds of 500 in a packed room and everybody's on top of each other, sort of a mosh pit. But uh, years later when I, I went to do something, I had to, it was like we were going to be moving and, and everything. So I had to like get rid of some stuff. Well, part of my contract was I got paid this much. They also fed me dinner and I always got a t-shirt with the autographs of the people on it. Didn't realize how many bands I had and concerts I'd done. I had 230 t-shirts in oh my. my dresser. Oh my. <laughs> wow. Between my dresser of buckets and stuff. But I'm also talking about uh uh nickelback. Uh Veruca uh, Salt, Marilyn Manson. Wow. Think about it. Marilyn Manson, when he played in a venue that 
almost wasn't bigger than my house. Yeah. I mean, place uh, bands like that and mm-hmm. just getting to see them and, and meet them and stuff when when they weren't this. Yeah. Mega yeah. Say, oh, yeah. By the way, Troy, I, I need to complain. Whoever was in charge of your green room did not get me the M&Ms by pulling out all the green ones. <laughs> You're lucky I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah meeting people before they, but meeting Fired. people before they were that way. Meeting all these bands and stuff, and there, I, I, in my lifetime, I've gotten to do a lot of things that Sounds because like it, because dude. of things that I've done, such as, like I said, being a paramedic or mm-hmm. working for this company or doing this, I, uh, I've met some of the coolest people out there. I'd have to say my. Favorite one is a place that I used to work for. Steven Tyler and Joe Perry were two of our customers. And whenever they would come in, uh, because of the political correctness of things nowadays, I won't say (laughs) where it was or what it was, but let's just put it this way. When they came in, we would shut the store and we would all go to this long place that you threw projectiles at a really fast pace down. Um, And we would shut down and, have fun and his bodyguard. If you've ever seen him and they call him tiny, that man ain't tiny. So Steven Tyler's uh, Steven Tyler. Yeah. Um, but, uh, with UPS, I, when I was in North Carolina with UPS, I worked the Jimmy V golf classic met celebrities at that. I mean, and that's the thing is I like getting outside and doing stuff and meeting all kinds of people and just having fun. Yeah. And that's the way that's the way life should be. And that's the way the reason why I'm retiring is because I want to retire while I can still enjoy myself. Yeah. yeah. As you should. And yeah. enjoy my grandkids. Yep. Yeah. And the, yeah. and the audio book stuff is is getting me there. Uh, I first got, I guess you would say, the thought of that type thing. I was, I went to school at Appalachian state university, my degree, my, my main degree, I've got three degrees, four minors, uh, was broadcast communications. And my late wife and I, we were renting the bottom level of this house and the older couple that lived upstairs from us in the house. That's what he did. Uh, he, his retirement and everything. And he's in a closet (laughs) and uh, recording audio books and oh, wow. so, and I met him and he showed me stuff and, and I always, I always liked audiobooks and stuff like that. And so here we are, I graduated college in 91. Um, and here we are about coming up now, about three years ago, I wound up becoming friends, uh, with, or just introduced myself and come to find out. We started chatting back and forth on Facebook, um, the author of my favorite series, uh, the, uh, the chase, uh, chase Fulton series by, uh, cap Daniels hmm. and his narrator is PJ Oakland. And well, one day it got taught, literally got talking to him and we were on the phone one day and I was mentioning, uh, I can't remember how it came about, but I mentioned how I always wanted to do like audio books and stuff. Uh, I mean, Heck fire. I went to college for what, six years. And I, we, so we spent $60,000 for me to learn how to make the VCR stop blinking 12 o'clock. That's pretty <laughs> much it. Um, hadn't done anything with it, but 
I mentioned how I always liked audiobooks and I would love to do. And he said, well, you do know there are some people who do this on the side. And I'm like, what? And he, he talked to me and then uh, told me about uh, one of the, one of the platforms out there where a lot of people go to, and there's questions about it and stuff like that and everything now. But so I started doing it. And then one day I was, I was having some issues and trouble. And he goes, you do know PJ coaches, right? And I'm like, no, couldn't tell me this before. So I wound up meeting PJ Oakland and PJ Oakland is my coach, my mentor. And I mm. like to consider him a friend and, and he is one of the best in the business. And I have learned so much from him and the others that I have met along the way. Uh, my, my fun little thing is uh, if you go to the, uh, uh, and I mentioned Tantor a lot because they are my primary. I've, I've done more books for Tantor than I've done. And when I say Tantor, Tantor is a, a part of uh, recorded books, which is actually, I think it's five publisher companies under one. Uh, so like you got Tantor, recorded books. Uh, I can't remember the other ones right off the top of my head, but uh but I say I'm refer, I refer to them as Tantor when I say it. Um, but if you go to Tantor's page and you go to their narrators page, where it shows all their narrators, I'm right below Scott Brick. I'll take hey. that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, Scott Brick's here. I'm here. I'll take That's that. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so you got yeah you got to take your little bitty ones wherever you can get them. Yeah, no kidding. That's right. And That's uh, right. so it's opening up new uh not just new avenues as far as income and all but new avenues of, of getting to uh adventure out and do things uh uh the beginning of this year I, I had never been to new york city and i went to apac oh, and sweet. got to see new york and everything else and see a lot of people in the voiceover world there meet a lot of the big bigger producers and stuff mm -hmm. like that right and uh uh, next year, I'll be going down to one in Atlanta. The, in fact, the biggest voiceover conference in America, uh, VO Atlanta. I'll uh, be starting to travel around to do some of these uh, bigger things and meet some of the uh, the people that, if you only knew, uh, Troy, uh, one of my favorites, Ryder. Yeah. Uh, Ryder, uh, he's awesome. I can't wait to, uh, I was actually going to, planning on meeting him this past year in VO Atlanta. But when I found out I could go to APAC, I had to switch my plans around um, because they're pretty much the same time. But when there was one day, it was kind of funny. I was DJing for a local bar during Packer games. And we were, it was uh, the Monday night football and some lady, a writer was doing one of his episodes and, and, uh, one of the ladies in the bar was looking up. She goes, have you ever seen this guy? And she's pointing to Ryder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the thing. And, uh, and she's like, that bald head. And, I, and, I, and, I, and she, she, she sits in the same spot every time where she comes in. <laughs> and she looked at me. And she goes, how do you like his voice? I said, well, whenever I talk to him, it's pretty good. She, she turned around and looked at it. I said, I said, I pulled up. I said, and I pulled up my folded. <laughs> and she goes, you know, right? You know him. I mean, I just said sort of. He, I, I've met him through voiceover and stuff. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, the people you get to meet and 
He's yeah, a friend. Uh, yeah. Right, Ryder's the voice. Ryder's the voice that I want to learn from for the uh, for the uh, you know that movie trailer excitement. Yeah, it, yeah. But yeah, just, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the one who almost got me in trouble with the sound booth. So, uh, because the way I got to spend the money on this sound booth was I showed him, Troy, you'll probably remember this video. Uh, he says, why does my off, why does my sound booth, booth look like an office? Because I spent $40,000 to make Yeah. This yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, he was talking about how he made his room. In fact, he's got a, he's got a, like a bomb shelter. It. Yeah. He, oh, he, uh, that's part of the thing he said. Oh yeah. Because you can see his big. I mean, think about it. How many of us would be able to have a bay window in our sound booth looking out over their horse farm? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, he spent, I can't remember how many thousands of dollars you said on a window that you could drop a bomb right outside and you wouldn't hear it. Yeah. And so, yeah. and that's, and I actually took, uh, I slowed down the video to see how he was building it. And I used a lot of the items from that to build mm-hmm. this sound booth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it, this all feeds into my ADHD where I get to <laughs> learn different things right. and have fun doing it. Yeah, right. sure. yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, we're we're all happy that you're making this transition. I think it's for great. Sure, I dude. think uh, you're going to have a lot of fun with it. It's tough, you know, which everything mm-hmm. is. Um, uh, what you know, this, your wife still not going to leave you alone. I can promise you. <laughs> I, I could know. I could move out to the shop. I could go to the barn. <laughs> it's like today. I said I have to be back at one o'clock. We're leaving at eleven. We're just going to the feed store. Okay, so we're yeah. going to the feed store. This, could you stop at Walgreens over here? And I. I need to stop at the dollar store, but I have to be back at one o'clock. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. you know? that, that, that's the best part about this, especially living up here in Wisconsin is all right. Uh, and I'm sure y'all haven't noticed my accent. Like we don't notice Troy's. Uh, <laughs> I get people accent? up here that they're, they're looking at me like, where are you from? And I'm like, here in the, no, you ain't from, you've got an accent. Oh, I don't have an accent. You have an accent. But the best part is when people look at me and they say, man, don't you have trouble with that Southern accent or people pick at me a little bit about my Southern accent? I'm like, if you only knew how much people paid me for my Southern accent, right? <laughs> right. I will, right. I will, I will never get rid of it. If I, <laughs> uh, make sure I eat a lot of barbecue and everything to make sure it stays with me. That's <laughs> right. I Lean get, on that I, niche. Yep. I get to, I get to be me. And that's the best part about it. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, we all offer our congratulations. Uh, we want oh, you yeah. to uh, let everybody know about websites, how they can get in touch yep. with you. Um, <laughs> and, and another thing I always like to ask people, there, there may be people in the group or listen to the podcast or whatever that are saying, I, I kind of would like to get into this, but I want to talk to somebody about it. Do you uh, offer yourself to do that as well? Yes. I uh, I don't like to, I don't coach. I, I do. I consult. And the difference between that is me personally, I'm still compared to other, uh, especially other narrators and uh, those in the VO world, I'm the younger of the group. So what I like to do is I consult. And the reason I do this is when I first started is I, I made the mistake that a lot, a lot of people make and simply put uh, Facebook uh, Facebook is not the place you go to ask questions and actually plan to get a good answer. Um, I, there was a lot that I did wrong because I listened to the wrong people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in the first year that I started, I guarantee you, I probably wasted thousands of dollars on stuff that 
wasn't doing me any good and everything. Right. And then finally, I, I, it's one of those type things that like the light bulb goes off when you lit, when you finally make contact with that one person and you listen to the one person and you finally suck it up and you do it. That's when it changes. So yep. what I do is when some, uh, and to start off with is no. Now, if somebody's first starting out, they just want to ask some general questions. If you come to me, I'm going to, yeah, I'll tell you the good side, but I'm also going to tell you the bad side of what does it actually take to do this? Yeah. This isn't like the, uh, yeah, it's how it should uh, be. like the pair of twins that you see on Facebook a lot that say, all you got to do is for, uh, Amazon audible, do this, that. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not like that. Not one bit. In fact, it's a scam. I, yeah. I'll let people know if you really want to know what it's like to be in the world of, uh, VO, especially the, uh, the audiobook side. I'll tell you exactly how it is. And <laughs> the, the joke is you, uh, and, uh, uh, Troy's probably seen it. Y'all seen it on TikTok. The joke is when we're in a closet in our underwear because yeah. it's so hot in there and not, I did a TikTok <laughs> and everybody's sitting there, people are doing it. So it looks like they're in there. And I went, you're wearing underwear. Uh, yeah. so, um, but yeah, there's, it, it takes a lot to get going. And so what I like to do when I consult is I'll answer the questions. I'll, I'm not going to just tell you the good side and sweet talk into it. I'm going to also tell you the bad side. In fact, sometimes people say, are you trying to talk me out of this? And I'm like, no, but I'm trying to let you know up front before you do something that you're going to say, I can't do this. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. so I, I do sides. consult, They do, but, uh, but, uh, people can find me at DallasBrit.com. Okay. Um, I'm actually in the process now. Uh, the website is out there. It's called Flash Audio Productions, uh, where I do a production side. Uh, not I'm not the narrator, but others narr other narrators use me to help produce their audiobooks. And independents come to me to help find narrators and, yeah. and everything there. So uh, you can find me at either of those sites, uh, DallasBrit.com, FlashAudioProductions.com. And yeah, I'd be glad to help. any. If you're wanting to be become a narrator or get into VO, I'll talk to you there. If you're an author and you're wanting to get a book, out, an audio book out, I'll be glad to tell you the ups and downs and the truth about that. Uh, if you are a narrator and you need help doing the production side of it, so you don't have the narration is the fun side. The production side is the I'll take the side of it and you take the fun side of it and. We'll make an audiobook. <laughs> yeah, collaborate. That'll yep, work. Yep. That'll work. Well, Dallas, thanks for joining us. We've about hit our time. We try to yeah, hold somewhere around forty-five minutes, and yeah, oh, yeah, wow, we yeah. knew you were still working. So, hey, uh, best to you. Only what uh, fourteen more days? Yeah, couple uh, yep. weeks, uh, couple yep. weeks, or sixteen, and, I guess. Right, twenty-nine, yep, sixteen. Uh, yeah. The way I put it is, I've got three more Fridays. There you go. <laughs> nice. That's way to look at it. That's the way to look at yep. it. Well, for uh, Alden and for Jake and for Dallas, I'm Troy Holden. Thanks for joining us here on another VO podcast. See ya. Thanks. See ya. This has been another VO podcast with Alden, Jake, and Troy. Join us again next week on Spotify, Google, Amazon, Apple, and most all major podcast platforms. <laughs>